why not uh, firearms safety? Man, just firearms training is, is key. You know, guns are an excellent If you are required to fill out that 10-day form of your background check, you should also be required to attend a class or a course so you can obtain that firearm and that firearm. But we're going to follow these rules. My shout out to you this week is to Jason. My Steve? shout out to Adam. Like I said to Jason, I used to kind of this story just got awkward. Adam has a beard. It's sponsored by Trail Boards and BohoSoul.com. I'm all about it, bro. Yeah, we all know it's not right. We all, we, we all want it. We all want change. We've been reacting rather than responding. You can say this, you can't say that. You can do this. Whoa, you better slow down. We're not going to stand for this. It's a frustrating, endless circle. Because you hold a lot of fear around speaking our truth. Everybody, everybody should know that they can find The Refined Man at therefinedman.club or on Instagram at therefinedmanbarbershop. Never get it wrong, man. Never get it wrong. This is the law that you chose to uphold. Um, I really want to. I really want to talk about that. Yes, that guy's, you know, yeah. James Nasworth. Cool. <laughs> 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 All right, we're recording. All right, let's do this. Hey, man, how you doing? Welcome to the fucking show, man. I am so <laughs> stoked about today's episode, dude. So the first, uh, our first guest, dude, is a band. Uh, he's a singer for the band Non-Viable. I saw his shit on Instagram and like instantly um, I was terrorized. Nice. And I love, see, I love music that like captures your attention. Uh, for me, it's, it's, it's 50, 50, so, you know, 50, 50, you got the sound 50% and then you have the visuals, the other 50%. Mm. And this sound was fucking phenomenal phenomenal i just like i'm just like so obsessed with this this sound it's like a doom metal almost but it's like death metal but it's just like it's just like god damn what just happened and then the video on top of it like i have to rub my eyes because holy hell man i was like what nice just happened (laughs) (laughs) so it's got heavy guitars it's got like a fast bass it's got what's it got it's got uh, it's got double bass drums. It's got uh, heavy down tuned, down tuned low in the lower part of your sack tuning. It is just unfucking real. So I reached out to the guy. I was like, God damn, you know, this is unfucking real. He messaged back right away, and I'm like, Man, it must be those quarantine times, right? So everybody's yeah. like, you know, I'm like, I'm lucky, or he's just there. I don't know. Yeah. So we started chatting, and I'm Love like, it. dude. I want you on the fucking show tomorrow. And he's like, what? Seriously? And I'm like, yeah, dude, let's yeah. do this. That's, so how we, that's how we roll. Yeah. Fuck. So it is what it is, man. You know, I mean, fuck, dude. I love it. Hey, did you know that Adam has a beard is sponsored by bohosoul.com? What? Fuck what yeah. about, what about the trio board skate shop? Well, I don't know. I don't own one, so I don't talk about them. But hey, it looks like you got a haircut from the refined man. Oh, buddy! <laughs> oh, buddy! Let I me love tell you. I, I love the trail skate shop. By the way, I don't need a board. I'm just happy knowing them. You know what I mean, dude? I can't can't stress enough the trail boards. Oh, you can't even see. It. <laughs> <laughs> man, that is much like the Wonder Woman invisible skateboard right there. There oh, it is. There it is, dude. The trail board skate. I mean. 
I'll eventually, I want to like, you know, put it up on the wall or whatever, but mm. I was thinking at the same time, I might, I don't know. Maybe I just never, never use it. Go buy another. How about maybe. that? How about that? Yes. We're also, uh, you know, uh, getting ready for those, um, Adam soul boxes and the Jason soul box here coming up pretty soon. I love it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You know? Absolutely. And then also, uh, after we're done talking with Josh, we're going to have um, Brian Niemeyer from the N. Okay, let me see if I get this right. The N. Fuck. Dude, I don't know. I'm going to fuck it all up, dude. He is from a, a paranormal research center. Gotcha. Yes. And yeah, so. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Don't even think about it. Just keep talking. Yeah. You yeah. Know, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> It is what it is, man. He's so I, I I've I've known this cat for a long time. You know, Brian Neymar. We him and I were uh we're in bands together, we're in a band together. Uh, before that we weren't and we became friends and then uh, we started jamming and then we've just been friends ever since. And all of a sudden it's like, you know, everybody parted ways and everything, but now he's traveled the world or traveled the states anyway. Now he's in, in he's in Texas digging up grave sites and so he's working at the Nationwide Paranormal Research Coalition? That's what you're saying? That's the one. The MPRC? No That's... way. You didn't get somebody from the MPRC. That's crazy. Nobody gets those guys. They're so secretive. They, like, They're... hide. Mm-hmm. You find them in cemeteries, but then at the same time, you don't. You don't. Them. Right. You know them, but you don't. They're everywhere and nowhere. They're, They're like the Freemasons and shit. I can't wait to find out about this guy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, old Niemeyer. He's half man, half. Well, he's half man. I tell you that much. He's a. <laughs> he's half man. That's the lead-in. I love this guy. He is half man. <laughs> he's half man, all nuts. Because totally all ghost, right? Dude, I'll never go into a, into a graveyard, dude. That's well, maybe I would. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I'm I'm pretty comfortable with uh, graveyards, I guess. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't no believe idea. in paranormal, but I don't want to fuck with it. You know what I mean? Don't give me Suck. the proof. Don't give me the proof. I don't believe in it because I don't want it coming near me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't want to wake up with some fucking ghost hanging over my face, tickling my balls. That ain't going to happen. So I just don't believe. Where do I sign up for that? I mean, uh, so, <laughs> so there I was. There I was, <laughs> freezing my nutsack. <laughs> John Wayne Parr, man. He's fucking killing me with that fucking... I don't even know. It's a crouching tiger hitting nutsack into the... I don't know. I'm not even going to get into it, but holy hell. I'll post one it man, up on my Instagram. One man in a cup. Look forward. I'm has a beard. I'm going to put this out to the audience right now. You got to have some big-ass nutsack <laughs> to fucking freeze it and then get a nut on either side of your fucking girl's nose. You know what I mean? That's like crazy. Like I said, I couldn't even get one. It would turn into a little pebble. I'd be poking her eyeball out with my nutsack, you know? That's crazy. And I got some big balls. Trust me, I got some big balls. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. Right? I'm trying not to laugh, dude, but God damn it. This guy put it up here, and he's like, it's a perfect mask. <laughs> I don't want to get into it. <laughs> Why not just cover him in guacamole and then give her a facial? You know what I mean? Yeah, why not? You know, that's, that's what I ought to do. Fuck it, you know? Oh, dude, I speaking of guacamole and weird shit, dude. So, like, I'm just coming off of this uh, three-day juice cleanse. Mm. Oh, dude. What's that do to you? 
Uh, well, it basically cleans you out. Oh, I need one of those. Yes, and so I've, I've, you can see that I'm, uh, I, I noticed the difference. I'm down 13 pounds, dude, and I started this Sunday. Wow, nice. Yeah, really crazy. So now I'm introducing food back into the system. Mm. That's an adventure. Yeah, I bet it is. I bet it is. Yeah, good times, dude. Oh, yeah. oh so uh, yeah, man. What else is new? I oh oh, dude. I want to uh, to applaud you. I, I'm hearing rumor in the public access America hallways, which mm. is uh, which uh, you know, proudly distributes and produces this show. By the way, uh, I hear a rumor that there's another show popping up in Florida. Fuck yeah, the Florida Action Podcast featuring Sierra. Yeah. Oh. Mm -hmm. And I just she posted up in this uh group of progressives that I follow and and I she posted something about some candidates and I was like, Do you wanna be you wanna do a show? And she's like, Let's do a show and we started talking and I was like, We're gonna do a show every week and she's like, Really? And I was like, Let's do it and she's like, All yeah, right. Yeah. So we just set it up. It's on SoundCloud at Florida Action Podcast. You can also visit Public Access America and in the description you can find the links for Adam has a beard, the Denton County Collective, the Unsigned Countdown, and now the Florida Action Podcast. And the episode is up not only on a standalone SoundCloud page, and it is being submitted and waiting for registration on iTunes and Spotify, but it's on SoundCloud right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's good to hear that uh, you know that you're expanding. I mean, you're. It's like you find these little seedlings of, of podcasters who want to do something or don't have the uh, the avenue or the way to do it, and yeah. they just have a conversation with you. Next thing you know, boom, boom. It's important to have these voices. Your voice is important, you know. Uh, I mean, I've been all over, and I like I love Miami Beach, South Beach. I love that. I love L.A. You know, uh, where else are those are like really my favorite? But oh fuck, Arizona. Ooh, yes. Yes. You've been to Arizona. Tell me more about that, dude. Holy fuck! Well, I went down to see the Seahawks play last year, and uh, your friend's gonna come in in a minute, right? Yep, sounds good. Sounds like Brian. Sounds yeah. Like Yo. Yo, dude, what's going down? Oh my god, it's like hearing an angel. That's Mexican. Oh. <laughs> Jason isn't Mexican. Part Mexican. Oh, oh. All right. Well, part you know Mexican. Part Spanish by injection. Me and no. Adam spent the night last night. <laughs> Ooh, shots fired. No. <laughs> he hit me oh, freezing my balls in ice. <laughs> Dude, I just like, I want to know if that position actually works. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go try this. Hold my beer. <laughs> Not my forehead again, dude. Oh. I'm still sore from last night. <laughs> well, you know, we had a we had a position we called in the army. We called it the Hucklebuck. <laughs> what the fuck is a Hucklebuck? I'm dying to know. So basically, oh well, okay. So the Hucklebuck is um, like you have somebody on their neck and like have them all the way bent around where their feet are like in front of their face, and then you then you give it to them like that. What in the fuck kind of midget loving do you do in the army there bro <laughs> i love it i love it it's kind of like the, it was more hey. of a punishment oh damn <laughs> damn that doesn't sound healthy at all man it better disinfect well, that shit real quick is that the scene they well, cut out know, they... a full metal jacket <laughs> 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 
came online and it said, and it had him in that kind of a pitch. This and it says, the show dominance pooping them. <laughs> <laughs> I always I always try to show dominance. You know what they do? They throw water on me. Damn. No, stop. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> Apparently I've been showing dominance accidentally all my life. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, uh, this, this conversation took a twist for the best. Yeah, yeah well, bring it back. You know. It's your job to bring it back. We're just Welcome to the it. conversation. <laughs> this is oh, how we do shit. How is it? So how is it up there in Washington today? Yeah, it's quite cavody. And uh, it's a... Uh, <laughs> imaginary virus? Uh, you know, that's something... We'll, we'll talk about that another time. But yeah, it's uh, sunny. <laughs> It's festive. Oh, it's sunny. You know, you know I, I tell you, Adam with the beard, it has been a long, long. Uh, it's been a dog stage. Yes, it has, dude. Last time I, <laughs> last time I seen you, we were fucking uh, just coming back from Austin, and. Uh, oh my god! And yeah, it yeah. was nice out. The weather was nice, except there was all those whippoorwill birds. Mmm, whippoorwills, and it, and you remember that flood of fucking birds that. Uh, what were we? We're like cruising by that Walmart, and all of a sudden we were, we just got back from Dimebag Strip Club. We're fucking cruising through, and all of a sudden there's like herd of birds, like a tornado of birds just came out of nowhere. Do you remember that shit? I do. You know they have that here all the time. I mean, like uh, about a couple nope. of months ago, and they're gonna do it again. They they do this all the time here. You tell them no. And you tell them no. I tried to show dominance, and they all started flying. I said, fuck this, and getting back in the car. <laughs> You're not going to win a poop war with, a, like, a flock of birds. Trust me on that one. No. Nope. No, they, 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 they squirt at you. That's not good. <laughs> they squirt They just look at you and squirt. <laughs> and all right, everybody, bomb at the same time. No, over here, I, you, you step outside. <laughs> Dude, you know, that sounds pretty fucking spooky, but you know what else sounds fucking spooky? This new shit that you're doing. What is it? Why are you fucking rolling around to the graveyards uh, trying to have sex with dead ghosts and fucking, are you debunking? What are you doing, dude? I see the videos. You're out there, dude. And you're like, ah, fuck, you know what? I'm out here. Something just touched my ass. And I'm like, what the fuck that shit? (laughs) Okay. So um, last year I started getting really involved. Well, no, 2018. But I've always been involved in the paranormal, yeah. and it's been like um, I've always. But I've, it's been more than just the paranormal. It's been more of trying to understand and figure out what's really out there. Because as human beings, we are dumbing down every day. Technology is making us, uh, and technology is making us dumber and dumber. Some technology is good, like this, like the equipment I use is not making me any smarter or dumber. It changes nothing. It's right. cameras and and stuff like that, lights and stuff like that. But I I noticed it. Um, it's weird. It's like um, I started getting into. I I was I was in a lot of I did a lot of religion. I studied religion frequently, yeah. whether it was Catholicism, Protestantism, or Protestant, uh, Judeo Christian, Hindu, Buddhist, Satanism, which. Ms. Rourke, if anybody asks me what's my, I don't have a religious preference. I do tend towards as go to the philosophy of Satanism. Right. But that's a whole, that's, that's kind of a topic. That's its own that's, topic, really. Yeah, that's a whole that's lot of a long, yep. That's a long conversation right there. 
Mm-hmm. But, you know, as far as I, I mean, like, I, and the problem is that these people, get, but I will say the thing that they get a bad rep. And like anything that goes bad or evil or something's wrong, oh, it was, it was a satanic ritual. No, it wasn't. Give me, give me a break. You know? Yeah, you know? What about what about the Christian rituals they do, okay? These people grab snakes, they do all kinds of weird shit. You know, they have right. sex with children. You know, I mean, Whoa. come on. <laughs> <laughs> Father, bless me for I have sinned. Me too. I'm doing it right now. You know, I mean, <laughs> fucked up, bro. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm just stating everything that I'm just stating what the the, the, the clown in the room wants to say. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or the, um, whatever, whatever's in the room, the goat in the room, right? But so you're doing but, your, um, your I, I, you're, yeah, you're, and so. And during this time when I really figured it out, and I was showing you, I showed you like Zeitgeist, and when we were first in the band, we, I showed you Zeitgeist and showing you like yeah. the different philosophies that are out there. I believe in philosophy. I believe that there's philosophy to follow. Right. And I believe there are things out there, but I don't think we have control over it. Like these people like, oh, I do this, and I say these magic words, and all of a sudden, uh, I got 16 um, uh, succubuses that want to succubus me. You know, no, it's it's not like that. No, not at all. <laughs> nope. It's much no, more. It's not like that at all. Intense than that. <laughs> you get one. Yes. So I can see yeah, one succubuses, so, and it's only about 180 yeah. an hour. <laughs> I know. I, I, I got three bucks around here either, man. No, it's I got here. three bucks and a. I got a three bucks and a jelly donut. Take it or leave it. Hell yeah. Welcome to South Tacoma <laughs> Way, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Which um, I, I mean, like I've lived most of my life in Washington. So yes, you have, I, yeah. I mean, mm. most of my life in Washington, California, and Texas are the three main states I've lived in. Mm. So when states, I was, mm-hmm. yes, they're great states. I fell off the wagon back in 2018. You know this. A lot of people know this yep. about me. I fell off the wagon. I was sober for a long time. Yeah, you I were met this girl. Yep. So I met this chick in Texas. And she was like, hey, you want to go, you want to go get high? I go, no, not really. <laughs> and she's like, oh, come on. Have you ever had, have you ever had sex on dope? And I'm like, what the no. Fuck? What? And she's like, oh, my God. And she, this is how she suckered me in with the sex. And it's like. She goes, oh, but you gotta try it. We'll just, we'll do a little bit, and then we'll. And, but there's a point behind all this, so let me. So we, I it basically, I started getting the I got started getting into it and started six month, six seven month binge. I was on every day, just whacked out of my brain. And um, during that time, I started seeing things. All right. Like really hardcore seeing things, shadow people that everybody talks about. Um, and just crazy things I have it on film, you know, I caught things on film. I got a creature that was in the house and I, I, I know it's weird to say, but I got a picture of it and I'll have to send it to you sometime. It's got a white hand that's like a skull. It looks like a woman walking down my hallway and everybody's like, oh, well, that's doctored picture. There's a white hanger, but there's nowhere to hang it in that room or in that hallway. So I started catching things like that. And I said, you know, I want to try something because the house I moved to where I was living in Texas, um, it it was weird. Like things were moving all the time in there. Things were knocking. And 
Now let me ask like, you something, Brian. Let me ask you something. Do you think that maybe do you think that the drugs had it, any kind of enhancement to it? Because I, you know that sometimes when you do drugs, you, you know yes. whether it be smoking weed, you smoking your, your mushrooms, your whatever acid, uh, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Do you think that that all of a sudden let down the veils, uh, just so to speak, and like opened your eyes to what you were seeing? You know, I think it was a crash course. I absolutely do. I think that, yes, I do believe, like, you can ask a lot of people that have done, like, dope or meth. Uh, out here in Texas, they call it dope. But, um, <laughs> so, I know weed's called dope, though, out there. Right. So, you know. Yeah, so, that's right. They call it weed. Little, you know, yeah, they call it weed uh, up here. They call it the ganja or the weed or the marijuanas uh, or the I, I miss, or the happy I miss weeds. <laughs> yeah, on the East yeah, because, Coast, they call meth ice. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. Right, right. They, mm-hmm. they do call it that here, too. They call, um, they call it cream as well or mm-hmm. ice cream. Cream. Like, uh, you got some ice cream? So, or um, the, other term, the other term they use was ice cream or work. Like, hey, man, you got any work to do? You got any work on you? Oh Jesus! So that would be. So you're doing work, and you're you're seeing these things, and so yes. So I decided I wanted to get um do a little paranormal research in the house. I was already involved in that stuff, but not to that extent. All right. So we did a little um we I we made a we made up a, a Ouija board. What the? That's and we the... Why? <laughs> I was trying. I was. I was trying to do whatever I could to get that kind of um, response. Oh, I was looking for the response. And so this thing in there, and uh, we used a voice box, a, a spirit box. And I said, was there anybody that died here? I had three yeses come out of that house that answered yes. And I said, and it was a woman, and they, they all gave me their name, which was weird. I've never had that happen before to this extent. Damn. So I did some digging. I did some public searching, public um, public records. Right. Well, sure enough, the street next door, I mean, the street, the one street down, there was a murder, suicide. Damn. And it, it happened back in the 70s. A man walks into the house, the husband walks into the house and shoots everybody like an Amityville. Shoots Damn. everybody in the house and kills himself. And they said that we're stuck here. And then a voice came through and said, yeah, they never caught me. And what? so I didn't understand. It said it never caught, they never caught me. So I was trying to figure out what it was talking about. Well, I read some more about it. And sure enough, the man said that the neighbor is the one that killed everybody. And the neighbor went to jail. Oh, fuck, dude. And so then they, you're, and then, so your ball's deep. You're, you're, you're researching this shit. And all of a sudden, you're... What? Then all of a sudden you, you, so fast forward now to you. I'm get, getting these answers. You're getting answers? Uh, I was getting answers and I mean like all that stuff. And so we're like, let's do some more, let's do some more looking around in this house. So we mm-hmm. figured out that there was murder in this area. Wow. And the area was not a great area to begin with. So then we started using the board more and the board wasn't working. The board, I had never had a board work for me. They're like They have no reason. They have like, they don't want to talk. They have no interest whatsoever in talking to me on the board right now she was using it and was giving her answers and i'm like are you just doing that and she goes no i'm like okay well come to find out a couple of days later you know we got pictures of that thing in the room that i told you about yeah and um 
Then the next day, she had claw marks all and up and down her face. I had the pictures to prove it. Nope. She had claw marks. Nope. She had claw marks. Nope. I'm not, I can't even make this shit up. Damn. And I nope. was like, and, and she goes, well, what is this? I go, I go, whatever is in here hates you. It does not like you whatsoever. She goes, well, why not? Why not? I, go, I don't know. Maybe you're the weak one. They always tend to go after the weak one. And she goes, well, I'm not weak. And I said, well, apparently it thinks you're weak. Yeah. Or wouldn't go, because it, it would have went after me if it thought it was weak. Right. I, I, but I, I, I feel like I have a strong personality and a strong spirit. Right. Even, even at my weakest. But, you yeah. know, you know, like back in the, you remember back in the day, you know, when they would call alcohol spirits? Yep. So, like, your question, back to that question, does, um, does it enhance it? Yes, I do believe that. Because um, they call the alcohol spirits. Why do they call it spirits? Maybe because the spirits were able to manifest themselves easier. Right. When you're under the influence. Now, I went on a binge. I was on, like, a seven-day binge, and I saw this general person. And it was wearing boots. And I was half asleep on, like, fading out, wake up, and it was standing in front of me. And then oh, I wake no, up no. again, and then it's standing closer to me. And oh, then I woke yeah. up, and it was like, literally, I was in its lap. And I stood up, and I said, whoa, no, no, I'm out. And I walked <laughs> out the door. Oh, hell no. And she's like, oh, what happened? I said, well, that thing came up and looked at me and stood in front of me. Well, that, all that, and later on, I mean, it all kind of went away for a while. And then back uh, last year, I started doing it back in September, almost a year ago today. I mean, almost a year ago now. And um, I started investigating. I had this thing about this little girl. Like I had a feeling there was a little, um, and then I, I had like something about a little girl that's just walking around. And I'm saying to my cousin, and she was like, well, yeah, they said that they saw a little girl in the house. Uh, and I said, really? And so, and I went out to this, um, I went out to this um, school. And um, in the bin, in one of the pictures, I mean, I could hear things, and I got pictures of things. Someone sends me a picture during one of my Facebook live sessions while I'm live. And he goes, look at this. And there's a shadow person standing behind me. What? And I didn't see it. And I'm like, I, was, I had a fan camera facing me. And he goes, look in the camera. I mean, go look in, look in the bottom left-hand corner. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's a, a shadow person. So, and like, be, yeah, go ahead. So you you're at what point is this? This is like still while well, you're still uh, uh you fell off the wagon and you're still you know, going through that whole ordeal. No, this is like a no, year no. later. A year later. Okay. This is a year later. This is like so. Okay. I've been clean. I've been clean now for uh, yeah. almost a year and a half. Which I'm proud and, of. And um, September because I told I you, never, it, man. Thank drugs. you. And it does make every one of your stories after sobriety realistic. <laughs> <laughs> no mm-hmm. offense, but very much you know. so. Right, well, yeah, ahead. yeah. I mean, we got to take. Well, no, no, you're right. You're right. Because, like, well, you could have been high the whole time and seen whatever thing, right. but the camera don't lie. The camera doesn't lie. And, ma- and meth doesn't, doesn't usually cause hallucinations like that, you know? Paranoia, yes. Right. You know? <laughs> right. Maybe after yeah, yeah, the exactly. seven day binge, like he was saying, but, yeah. but you know, what he's seeing this afterwards. So, yeah. okay. So, so then yeah. when did you start doing this, uh, this whole paranormal research? I mean, when did you, so is that when you started? Yeah, about September of last year, and I just—it wasn't even like a—I didn't—it wasn't like a—I didn't make the NPRC yet or anything like that. But right. this was the birth of it. So right. I'm starting, and I'm—I'm I'm hearing footsteps. I'm hearing things around me 
in the video that I have, it's on the page too, on the NPRC page. And I'll, I'll say where, uh, if, you, if you haven't found it yet, but I'll show you, I'll tell you. I'm watching the video and this was like when I was there and I said, oh my God. I go, did you see that? And everybody's on, everybody on the camera's going, what, what, what? And um, I said, something just took a swing at me. And you can see the shadow thing take a, took a swing at me. And they're like, I was like, oh my God, get out of there. I said, why? I'm not scared of it. I mean, what is it going to, it can't do nothing to me. Obviously it can't do nothing to me because it's just like trying to get my attention. And I'm just not, that's the thing is I, I have no, no fear to this whatsoever. I mean, like, right. I mean, some of the videos that you'll see, you have, you haven't seen and some of the videos, I go to some real creepy places. Yeah. And <laughs> graveyard. I mean, some real. Yeah. I went to a graveyard. Uh, yeah, you hear me, and I'm calling them out. I'm going, hey, if there's a demon here, come get me. Come on, are you so badass? Like, this kind of shit that I do to these things. I, like, I try to piss them off. I want that response. All right. I've had, I've had conversations on the phone in this room that I'm standing in. And I've had things like, I've, I've asked, like, you can hear something in the background talking. Like, Jeez. I don't know what it is. Like, and I said, I've, I've asked questions on the box. And I said, so do you want me? And I, every time I've ever was asked anything entity, any dark entity, every time I've asked, do you want me? It says, no, we don't want you. And it says, we don't want you. And I go, well, what do you want? And I was like, well, what do you want? And they're like, we want you, but we don't want you. It's like they want to, there's something that they want, and I haven't figured it quite out yet. I mean, this may just be weird thinking, but like, I've asked questions like that. Now, you can hear on these videos that I've done, I just say my name, and it's said my name several times. Oh, hell no. Yeah, it just wants, it, maybe it just wants you weaker because it knows you've been weaker in the past with drugs and right. alcohol. And so it wants you, you know, that's not, a, not how you are right now. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. Like, mm -hmm. like, um, I, I've been following, I follow, um, Ed and Lorraine Warren. I'm a big fan of Ed and Lorraine Warren. Oh, and Jesus, that, yes. back in, and back in September when all this started, um, I decided like I had all these people there and I'm like, you know, I should start a paranormal page. And start going around doing these, re doing this research, and see what we can come up with, and see if and we see, can debunk. And see, that's what I like about the the fact that you're doing it too. Is like you just, you started this thing for research, uh, just to see if everything was going on, or and, and you mainly yeah. try to debunk anything that goes on. And I think yeah. that's that's fantastic. But the the question I have for you is, what if you come across something that doesn't debunk, and actually it, it grabs you by the ass and fucking it has a good time. <laughs> what do you do then? You know. Well, I'm going to tell them to make sure they um, make sure that they um, use a little lube and like tickle me a little bit first. Yeah. You know, in the graveyard, buddy. Um, there's nothing but sand. <laughs> I mean, you bring in Crisco in your backpack. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Good time. Well, you know the funny thing is, is you know, I mean, if you if you know me, and if you don't know me, let me give you a little. I, I like I said, I, I I don't consider myself an atheist, but I also don't consider myself someone that believes in a god or a devil. Right. Now, you can say, well, how do you believe in Satanism then, if that's the case? Well, because I don't believe in Satan as an actual deity more than a philosophy and an ideal. Right. The idea of him being an adversary, like we should be able to empower ourselves. His whole point from the Judeo-Christian Bible was, you know, you can be smarter than what you are instead of being a sheep. 
And I looked at that and I really kind of grabbed onto that. It's like, yeah, well, you know, I'm not a sheep. Mm-hmm. I believe that my, my own will, I believe my will is depends on what I want to do with it. If right. I want to, to a certain point, I mean, it's like, you know, the Christians are like, oh, yeah, well, you know, if we get bit by snakes, we'll be fine. We'll, we can do this all day long. We drink poison snakes, <laughs> according to the book of Mark. You right. know, they talk about, and, and the thing is, is I am well-versed in the Judeo-Christian Bible. I know it back and forth. Right. You know, before I can have a, a, a legit argument with somebody that's a Christian, I need to make sure that I know what I'm talking about. And right. Why do you feel you need to argue not, with Christians? Well, I don't. I don't. But I try to make my point across, like, well, you say this, but it says here this. Uh, like, um, so, my, like, here's, here's a good example. I went to a church one time, and, like, I, I don't hate nobody. I believe that everybody has their own free will to be whatever they want. If they want to be a Christian, they want to be a Buddhist, a Muslim, hey, you know, as you say it, Allah or God bless you. Have fun with it. Enjoy it. Mm-hmm. If that makes you happy, if that's what you want to do, if that soothes your soul, go for it. Yep. You know, to be that, be that person. Yeah. You know, I have, who am I to stand in your way? If that makes you comfortable, do it. Right. So, I mean, I want to make sure that I, I, I'm not an anti-Christian. I'm not an anti-Christ. But, but are you I a man that makes my, a point? I try to make the point. I try to make the point. Of, <laughs> I'm just trying to give you shit. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I do. I do. I mean, I, I do put on some blast. I say some blasphemous things. You know, I put on some pretty nasty stuff online. But, yeah. you know, when it all comes down to it, it's like I tell people, I said, you know, I respect you. Like um, before, I would take offense if someone say, oh, I'm going to pray for you. And I'm like, why? Yeah. I don't want to be cursed. Yeah. But now it's like, hey, they say, oh, I want to pray for you. I say, well, well, that's great. You know, you go right ahead. If that's what makes you feel better. You do before you. Before I took it. Mm-hmm. And I used to take it as when a Christian says that, depending on how the conversation is, they're telling you to F off. Yeah. It's kind of their way of, that's I'm the way I always thought. Yeah. 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 Well, we're just going to pray for you because you're a sinner. That's basically saying, well, you're a piece of shit. So we're going to hope that you change and be and follow our direction. You know, yeah. that's the way I took it. Yeah. So, so but anyway. So you're praying. I, I became... So you're now you're you're reading philosophies, which I think is fantastic. I I told you this in a conversation we had. Man, he was so know. close to making his point. I think. <laughs> I think he was so close, man. He was right there. <laughs> so he's right there. I was. It was tickling. It was at the tickle point. <laughs> oh damn it! And I stopped it. So you. Like, oh, oh, oh. So you did you? How did, when did you start this group? September and. Well, in September. Okay. Gotcha. So, so, and then I asked people, I said, what our job is, is to educate people and show them the, educate them on oddities and the paranormal. And if we can explain it and debunk it, that's what we want to do first. Right. That's cool. Shit. So I, yeah. I'll, I'll give you a story. I'll, I'll give you an example. I have this lady that sent me a message and goes, I need some help. My house is haunted. And first of all, first thing comes to mind, I go, okay, well, let's find out why you think your house is haunted. Why, right. is your, why do you think your house is haunted? Oh, well, I hear knocks on the door. I hear the, the ground squeaking. And, okay, well, how old is the house? Oh, in the 1800s. 
oh, so it's an old what? house. So maybe maybe it's the the house kind of kind of um, has my grandpa would say, oh, the house is just moving, it's just settling. Yep, settling. You know, I mean, yep. but for but 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 for two hundred years that the house is settling. I mean, how long does it take to settle? But two hundred so, years. You know, I, <laughs> exactly. I mean, the wood's probably old. The wood's probably best. And well, well, I'm hearing knocking. I go, well, could it be maybe there's a tree that's hitting the door? Right. What? I mean, I, I try to find out. Well, the door slams. Well, do you have a a um a window open? Do you right. have something going? Well, can we debunk this? And I learned this with a uh, reading and reading about and watching these about Ed and Lorraine and Lorraine Warren, who, uh, mm-hmm. like I said, I'm very. I, 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 they would go to houses and say, you know, 95% of the time, it might be some bad plumbing. It might be just a, the boiler room, the heater, the old heater shaking, and that's what you're hearing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the fact that you're seeing something still could be just something with bad wiring. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, with, an, with, a, with, a, with, a, with a strong enough electrical field, you can actually see things. You know, it can yeah. it can disrupt your neurons in your head. Mm. So we want to, we want to search all these answers. Right. And then one of the one of the solutions is is well, let's find out if you're actually um, competent to even understand the conversation. Are you crazy? Do you right. have mental issues? So what 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 makes your house haunted? And she goes, well, me and my son had a conversation and. Um, there was, um, someone, there was a ghost and over at his house and the one in mine. And I'm like, okay, well, how do you figure? And just kept going on these stories. And I'm like, all right, well, if you want me to come there, I'll come there and I'll stay the night there or a couple of nights there. And we'll, we'll put cameras up and she goes, oh no, no, we don't want to disturb them. What? Uh, I was like, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I go, hold, hold on a second. You don't want to disturb them. I go, did they tell you they're being disturbed? Oh, well, um, I, I, I should get started, started backtracking a little bit. And I'm like, well, is this, what's, what's going on? I mean, oh, well, I, I can't do that right now because there's somebody living here. Okay, okay, well, great. When they leave, she goes, yeah, yeah, yeah come on down. But um, I, I, I'm like almost 80% sure we, I can solve the issue of what's going on in the house right? by, by with the windows being open or the, that the air conditions loud. And it's the, it's the roommate and she's uh, having a hanky panky time and people see you know, it, out of the windows. You son of a bitch. I just <laughs> dirty bastard. You know, <laughs> I knew it was kind of weird, but she told me that um, the house and I did some research on the house and they live on a like a, a, a like on a magnetic field. Oh wow! So, which could cause delusions, possibly. It could be nothing more. She goes, but but I smell. Um, the fact that she said she smelled red man chew. What? And I'm like, okay, but red man chew, like she was smelling tobacco. Right. And I said, well, okay. I go, okay, well, you know, people say that that smells can can uh, be a part of a spiritual encounter. Right. I don't say that it's not. I don't say it is because I'm not there. I go, send me pictures. Someone says, oh, well, well, we can't because we'll disturb them. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm smelling bullshit or not. 
but it's, I'm smelling more bullshit than I am chewing tobacco, you know? Mm. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and, I'm not try- and, I, and I'm not trying to be rude to the person or talk shit about it, but, you know, I got to yeah. make sure that I'm, I got to know if I'm, if, if I'm in the right path. Right. Of course, yeah. Because yeah, you know, they call you up and they want your time. They want to want to take you away from whatever you're doing. They're like, well, okay, well, so I'm on my way. Uh, here's the deal. And then all of a sudden, they like it sounds like they're real hesitant about even like, oh, well, maybe mm. not. It and sounds like, like she was I trying mean, to I, get you to take her out on a date. She's yeah. like, I want you to come over, but I don't want you to stay unless I get to know you first. You know what I mean? Right, right. And, and I mean, that's the things we got to look at too. It's like, mm-hmm. are these people just doing it for the sake of doing it? And like. I've seen her all over different pages, like posting, oh, well, and like, and she's very much about it. Like, like, oh, well, I, I don't know nothing about it. She tells me she knows nothing about it, knows, understand nothing about it. Right. I try to explain it to her and, and she goes, well, what if I'm, how come, how come it's following me? And I said, well, you know, Ed, and Ed, Ed Warren has said this a long time ago. He said, you know, a spiritual encounter or a, a haunting is like stepping in chewing you. And the fact is, is like, just because um, the gum is on the ground there, right. you step in it, you're taking part of it with you. Yep. Yep. And yep. so you might be taking that, that haunting, that residual haunting with you. Mm-hmm. And that could be something that followed you. But it all boils down to is if you allow it in. I mean, if you don't allow it in, it can't come in. It's not, I mean, according to whatever rules that came up with, but sure. they're, they're kind of set on, they're kind of set on these boundaries where, they need to be allowed in. And you can allow them in simply by doing drugs. It's a right. very easy way to let them in. Right. So, I mean, it's like if we could go back to the spirit thing, like, well, does, um, does that enhance, the, uh, enhance you seeing things? Yeah, because you're allowing them in. And right. you don't know if you're saying no or yes because you're intoxicated. You're, mm-hmm. you're messed up. You don't know. Now, other ways that you can allow them in without even realizing it is by allowing them to, like uh, the movie Annabelle. Right. I was watching this last night, actually. Um, I was watching a um, documentary with Ed Moraine talking. Ed said, he told the story about uh, Ed and Lorraine went down and picked up this doll from these nurses. And they said, well, we got the, I got the doll for a present. And um, after a couple of nights, they would sit it down at the table. Annabelle would sit at the table with them. And then on the third night that it was on the table, I mean, third day of breakfast, it, they watched it pull its arms up and lay them on the table. Oh, hell no. <laughs> so, and this is coming from Ed Warren. So, I mean, renowned demonologist and like the liaison of the Catholic Church. So yep. I, be- I believe what this man said. Yeah, totally. I believe a lot of what he says is credible. And, um, he said that and then again, they did it again and again, and then they said they went and got a psychic to come over there and inspect the doll. She said that it was a, a little girl that was trapped in the doll, and that it was she died and went into that doll. Now, Ed strongly says, no, that's not at all. That can't happen, because right. he says in his words, quote, God does not allow children to become possessed in a doll or doesn't allow the human spirit to become in part and placed in a doll. It's just, it's, it goes against the rules of physics or uh, the religion. So again, I tend to believe him 
I don't know if it's more of this higher power doesn't allow that, or it's just not, the, it's not compatible. But he said now a demon or a bad spirit could have said, hey, I'm a six-year-old girl, and yeah. I would like to live in this doll. I, I want to live in this doll. And they said, yeah, you can stay in this doll. It's all great. You can enjoy it. And we'll, right. we'll, we'll, we're we'll okay to stay here because and after they found out, they allowed it in. That's how it got in. Right. Is by saying that I'm a six-year-old little girl and I have, I'm lost. So they allowed it into the home. And this is where the whole Annabelle thing just kicked off. Now, they said that it would be in other rooms when they get home. But the weirdest one is if you've ever seen the real Annabelle, it's a Raggedy Ann doll. Yeah, that's what it's, it looks um, like. And actually, it's, it's a big, giant um, Raggedy Ann doll. They said that they would see writing. Like in the movie, it said, miss me. But Ed said it didn't say miss me. It said, help me. Oh, wow. And, and it was on parchment paper. And that's... she goes, I don't even know. And she said, I don't even know what parchment paper is. And there was parchment paper all over the house with the letters, with the words, help me on it, all throughout the house. What? They came home. They came home one night. And um, the doll, this is straight from Ed Warren, too. He said the doll was standing at the door. Nope. Standing. Nope. And, nope. Time to burn the house so, down yeah, the start over. Mm-mm. And so, I mean, but, but the thing is, with it's standing, the Raggedy Ann doll doesn't have nothing that could actually make it stand, not even with a not even with a rope or something, you can make the thing stand right. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, he said it was standing at the door. Yeah, that's when and you burn like, the house down, you start over, you rebuild somewhere else. Right. Hoping, hoping that you now, don't get her, residual stuff on you. Right. Go to right, right. But so the boyfriend said, well, why don't we just burn the doll? And he goes, I think you should burn the doll. It's evil. It's horrible. Get rid of it. And he walks up to the doll, grabs it by the little arms, and says, you're just a doll, and throws it across the room. This is all coming from Ed. He said after he did that, they can see blood coming out of his shirt because there were seven scratches across his chest. Damn. So these are the kind of things that we're – now that I I have, I mean, I, when I look at it, I'm like, well, obviously the doll is fucked up. The doll is possessed. There's something wrong with it. <laughs> you can't get rid of it. And they said, well, if you, and the thing is that you ask your, your statement, he says, if you burn the doll, you're just burning the vessel. And now you let the demon out. Damn. Now, mm-hmm. now it can just do whatever it wants. But when mm-hmm. you trap it, it thinks it, it, it thinks it's, it's, it literally thinks it's trapped in this doll. And so he says, better to keep the genie in the bottle right. than destroy the bottle. And he said that a priest came over to his house, same thing. Almost the same kind of a, a adventure. The priest just bought a new car, took Ed for a drive. Look at my car, it's awesome. And takes, and he goes, can I see the doll? Ed goes, yeah, here it is right here. Priest grabs the doll. And looks at it and says, God is stronger and more powerful than you. And throws the doll across the room. Damn. Well, it, it, it scratched him. Ed looked at him and said, I wouldn't have done that if I were And the priest says, excuse me, I'm a priest. He said, yeah, but you're not God. And you just told the doll that God's stronger, not you. Damn. He goes, you just messed up. And the priest is like, no, I'm not scared. It's God's stronger. Ed's like, 
hey, Padre, that's up to you. But I'm telling you, you messed up. Three hours later, they get a phone call. The priest got into a major car accident. Damn. Totaled his car. Cut it in half with a semi-truck. Damn, dude. And he lived. Of course, because God is stronger. I guess it was just some kind of... um, they, it allowed him to go through whatever is what Ed said. All right. I mean, but if you, he said, but if you taunt demons, then expect a bad result. You know, they had one bad. other guy. One other, mm. one other thing happened, I'll tell you about with Annabelle, is um, a man came over with his girlfriend. They were on a motorcycle. He comes up to the doll and says, oh, you think you're so bad? Annabelle hurt me. Come on, do something to me. Ed, Ed heard him say that. And he goes, get out of my house right now he goes leave he goes don't don't you dare taunt the demon in here and mm. so they left no more than an hour later that man was dead Ooh. he went he, he went head on into a tree killed him instantly mm. and his girlfriend was in the hospital for a year damn so i mean some of these things are not to be messed with, but you, if you want to mess, I mean, if you can mess with them, you got to know what you're doing. Right. And I, I, I have a pretty good grasp on it. And some of my adventures have led me into some really weird places. Right. I went to an abandoned, I went into an abandoned slaughterhouse. I, um, the, the, the slaughterhouse was the most, most um, amazing experience I've ever had. I mean, I've had some really cool experiences, but this slaughterhouse one I went through just not even a month ago. That was that was intense. Really? So we go in. Oh my god! It was, it was a super intense, and I have it all on video. And then like I brought my spirit box and all the weird things that have happened in there. It was just super intense. Yeah, I've seen um, some of your videos, and I, like I said, that one where you went into the into the uh, into the graveyard, I was just like, okay, yeah. I don't know, man. Especially that old. And I, you know, this this is a historic. It was a historic landmark mm-hmm. by yeah. the Texas by Texas. And yeah. the other one I went to prior to that, I went to like three different graveyards in that week. And um, I went to one called Antioch Rest. And um, on Google, if you search up Antioch Rest Cemetery in Alvarado, Texas, it's um, everybody on there says, "Oh, don't go here! Don't go here! Don't go here! Don't go here! Bad place! Bad place!" All right. Oh, there's four there's four demons that are um that guard this place. Mm. I said, okay, cool, cool, let's go. So <laughs> sure enough, I, I'm like, I, I go, let's go, let's see, let's let's check it out. I went I went by myself and brought my equipment, bought my equipment, bought my gear. I stood out there and waited. It was dark. I mean, pit, I mean, there's no street lights, no nothing. It's it's pitch black in there. I'm walking around. Hey, if you're here, come get me. I heard there's four of you in here, more, more than enough to take me on. Come get me. Um, what do you want to do? What do you want? I have the message. And you can hear it in the spare box. saying, demon, demon. I'm like, okay, so you're here. So where are you? And didn't get much of a response. Now, one of the other things they said about that place is that everybody that's left there has had car problems. All right. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, well, my car's fucked up anyways. I really don't care. <laughs> <laughs> So I just I didn't think much of it, but sure right. enough, like two days later, my my car completely died. Oh, um, damn. My car my my car is in the shop right now, as we speak. Right. Yeah. 
And um, but but I went to the other cemetery, the one that Adam's talking about, and um, I went to this one area, and it was weird because I get, I mean, like they tell me, people say, you know, I got the, I'm a med, I, I'm a medium, I can talk to these things, and that's why they answer back, right. like intelligently answer back or clairvoyancy. I went to one grave, and it was a six-year-old little girl's grave, and I sat there and tried to talk and talk with it over there. And all of a sudden, I started getting sad. It's like I almost started crying right there for some reason. This is it was like not likely to get all weepy. Yep. And I was like, and I was like, man, I feel like something came over me, like like something like it's an overwhelming sadness here. And it was just it was it was just like really weird. Mm. And before I went into that grave, I mean, before I, when I walked into the cemetery, you see these eyes looking at me. And I'm like, ooh, and like, here's a good example of debunking things. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, a lot of, you watch a lot of these videos online where they're talking about going to haunted places. And as soon as they see something, what do they do? They turn tail and they run like hell. Right. And it's like, I, 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 I'm watching the videos and I'm, I'm yelling at these people. Why are you leaving? There's the evidence. Why are you right. leaving? Mm-hmm. And so I see these eyes. And I'm on Facebook Live. I go, oh, we got to check this out. Let's see what these eyes are. I get tiny closer, and they're not moving. Eyes aren't moving. I get closer and closer and closer. I go, oh, is that a demon? Or is that a spirit? And I get closer and closer and closer. And I get a flashlight out and look at it. And I go, it's a fox. I go, oh, there's wow. your demon. It's a fox. It's a fox. <laughs> I go, yeah. so not everything is evil here. Mm. <laughs> so I kind of try to make my point. It's like, it's not, not everything is what it seems. Right. I mean, it, it could be, oh, we're hearing we're hearing tapping on the on the ceiling. Well, have you thought about checking to see if there's any squirrels up there? You know, right. the little little things to check. Mm-hmm. I want to educate. I mean, my whole point is I want to educate people. I want to teach them, like Ed and Lorraine did. I want to take over their work, not mm-hmm. literally take over their work. There's plenty of people that are taking their work and using it. Right. But I want to be able to do what I can with the people I know and show them, one, there's nothing to be scared of. And two, you know, let's learn what could possibly, before you go saying, oh, well, my house is haunted. Let's, let's, let's do some research. Let's, let's find out for sure what's really exactly. going on in the house. Right. Let's find out. Let's not, let's, let's not jump to conclusions here. Because a lot of people want to jump and say, oh, my house is haunted, and then use it as an attraction. If the house is haunted, let's 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 take another one thing. Is like a lot of these. um, You ever seen the movie Fortunately? Yes, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) So, so you know how John Cusack was a paranormal writer. Yep. In the movie, Mm -hmm. and he said, you know, most of the people that write that that um have me come to their paranormal homes and say that someone did this and that is because they're they're occupancy is so low or they can't make any money so they get somebody to try to write a book about them or something right. because oh well this is the most haunted room in the house Ooh, it's right next to the air conditioner you know um <laughs> yeah i mean look at this horrible view it's evil i mean all you see is the mountain yeah. you know it's <laughs> and, yeah. and they asked him a question they said well where's the most haunted place you've ever been to he goes really the most he goes haunted mansion disneyland because that's truly there's actually ghosts in that place yep so you know fair enough fair enough i mean Mm -hmm. 
but not everything. I mean, and let me tell you, if I was in a house and I was a spirit, I would not be happy if you're using me as an attraction. Hell no, I'd, I'd be a class five hurricane. Exactly. I mean, it's like, I mean, I'm not saying think about their feelings. They have no feelings. They're, they're spirits. They have no feelings. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they just kind of roam around. And I tell people, I go, you know, when you show fear to these things, they're like dogs. They're just like animals. When you show fear, then they feel they have the upper hand and then they right. bite you. You got to be like, no, slap them on the nose. No. You know, <laughs> hmm. I don't know how you slap them on the nose, but you know, it's like, no, stop. You, you're not going <laughs> to, no. And I always go, and I go, so in the slaughterhouse, just, just speaking of that, I went to the slaughterhouse and I said, hey, I want you to know, I don't care. It said demon, it said devil at this point. And I said, I'm not scared of you whatsoever. And you hear it say clearly, it's an idiot. <laughs> I, I, I have no video. Jesus. Yeah, it said that. Oh, man. And then it said, um, and then it, this woman kept saying, Figaro, Figaro. And I'm like, what? You want me to sing? And Figaro could be from the opera song, Figaro, 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 you know, the Bugs mm. Bunny and all that. Right. <laughs> or. It could be the Spanish word for light. Hmm. And because I did mention the word Lucifer in the building when I was talking and right. Lucifer being literally meaning the word light bearer. Right. So I wasn't sure what it meant. But the funny thing is, is later on, she stops and she says, sing. Wow, damn. And damn. I was like, I was, I was like, what? And then I said, how many of you are in here? And it would go three. And it went three, 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 three. It just kept saying three over and over again. Damn. I went in the same place. In the same place, I was getting ready to leave. And it says, I go, what's your name? And one of the women said that their name was Jim. So there might have actually been a human spirit there. Right. But you know how you can, like, if you see a spirit, here's something interesting that, like, Ed Moraine had explained, is if you see one, if it's disfigured and you can't get a shape out of it or whatever, usually that's a non-human entity. Right. Now, if it's got a body and it's like not missing components, usually that's just a human entity trying to find its way. It's lost. The problem with like the spirits is they have no brain. And it's not meaning you're stupid, but they have no brain. They don't have a physical body. They have no brain. Right. So the reason a lot of them get stuck this is my theory on this is the reason they get stuck is because they have no brain they have no no um memory they can't have nothing to store that memory so all of a sudden it's like oh yeah i'm this person and then five minutes later they have no idea what you're talking about yeah like like you go back there and they're like they'll remember segments of things but they can't remember everything but their 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 attention span is short. That's why they're stuck. It's like I think they're stuck because they can't remember why they're there. Crazy. And like some people say, oh, it's because it's because um, they were they weren't finished with something in their life, or their life ended dramatically, which could be too. I got a like the movie Ghost. Right. I think that a lot of it. I think a lot of it could be true, but I don't think like Patrick Swayze how his role was like he could remember everything. It might have been because he was freshly dead. But you see that guy in the in the train. Remember the guy in the train station who yep. taught him how to move things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How he would keep for, he'd keep forgetting things and keep forgetting things. 
Like, who are you? What are you doing here? It's because they have no brain. They have no memory. They can't hold, they can't store information. And I was like, that, that, that would make sense to me. Like, that's the reason they can't do this. Now, they can tell you things that are current. They can tell you who you are if they're, if they're uh, intelligent enough. That slaughterhouse video, I went into this last room, and there was a baby doll arm hanging from the ceiling. It was just an arm just hanging Crazy. from the ceiling. And I was like, whoa, what in the hell is this? And it said fire. And I said, did a baby die in a fire here? And I said, and then you hear say, men, two men. And I said, so did two men kill a baby in here? And then you hear it on the voice box, you hear it go <sighs> like that, get mad. Like, I'm not understanding your point. Oh, my God. Dude. And I'm like... <laughs> dude this is that's insane dude so listen to me dude i need to let's i gotta wrap this up real fast dude i need to know okay. give me some links give me some links where i can send my people to see your check your stuff oh, out yeah. dude. okay well you can um go to um my facebook page it's under uh, facebook.com forward slash rev grub or brian niemeyer either one will work Right. Um, my and, and that'll take you to all my pages. But if you want to go to the pages, the pages are um, at I mean, Facebook.com forward slash official NPRC National Paranormal Research Coalition. Boom. And that'll take you there. Um, I do have a YouTube. I haven't got the videos put on there yet. And Put-em that up. is um, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's and that's under. Um, the NPRC as well, but I'm still working on that one. So there's nothing up there yet, but, um, love it. Those are the, um, the, go to the, to the Facebook ones right now. That's where I got most of my stuff on, on the official, there's a group, uh, national NPRC, national paranormal research coalition, and also the paid national paranormal research coalition. I'm going to be doing another hunt here in probably a couple of days. I'm actually yeah. going to be going to a place called, I'm going to put, go up to a place called Mineral Well, Texas, and it's called the Baker Hotel. Nice. And it's a guided tour there. Oh, um, damn. I got, like, I, got ton, I, I got tons of ghost stories I could tell you all day long. But um, Dude, I just we'll a guided definitely. hotel. I'm going there. But I'm also going to plan to go to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre House. Yes, I'm the Hewitt going, House. Yes, I'm going to go to the Alamo. Mm-hmm. And there's a few places um, near um, Corpus Christi. There's a there's a Mexican um, armada or a, it's a it's a it's like the Alamo but it was like a, a battle I can't remember the name of it but it's a, it was a Mexican fortress. Damn. And they said that it's huge with the activity. Um, I'm going back to the Goatman Bridge in Denton, Texas. Nice. And, Denton uh, County. Denton we got County. A, we got a podcast in Denton County. Yes, we do. Yeah. yeah so Denton is. Um, well, and if you ever come out here like uh, you're talking about, Adam, yeah. I will take you on one of my trips with me. Oh, I don't know about all that. You know, I, I like my my pants unsoiled. So, I... <laughs> well, you know, we'll bring we'll bring we'll bring. A, I mean, for if you, if you're more comfortable with it, bring a couple of rosaries and some holy water, and <laughs> you can um, uh, well, you can come. The power of dog compels you. Something, somebody, <laughs> dude. It it. Oh, it... but. What a pleasure to have you on the show, man. I, uh, I oh, man, it's, it's awesome. I was 
I want to get you on and, and let's do another, uh, let's do a follow-up later on down when you get some more adventures under your belt. And fucking... I'm super excited about this. Yeah. Dude, me too. Dude, me too. Oh, and tonight, if I get my car back tonight or tomorrow, I'm going to be um, live Facebook and this has nothing to do with it, but I'm going to go to this um, place down in Cleburne, Texas. And it's um, a food challenge. It's a big pound yes! of hot dogs, a, a three pound burger, chili fries, and a milkshake. And I get it for free. My name on the board and the t-shirt. So you better put it up. So I'm going to be posting. I'm going to do it live. Hell yeah! But I'm hoping to get my car today to do it. So if I can, I mean, it'll be by nine o'clock tonight if I do it. Hell yeah! Do it. Hey, but thank you, thank you so much for having me on the show, dog. It's always a pleasure. Hell yeah! You know, brother. brother, You know how much I love you, brother. Hell yeah, brother. (laughs) You know it. All right, man. You take care. We'll talk to you again. Yes, sir. Have a great day. All right, bro. Thanks for being here, bro. All right. Yeah, no problem. Appreciate you having me. Man. Holy shit, dude. Enough from the stories he was telling. That's crazy as fuck, you know what I mean? Oh, totally, dude. Uh, Listen. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, That scary moment was sponsored by BohoSoul.com for sure. Because too, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm thinking we're just going to get him on the Denton County show because, man, it would be fun. That man had some adventures, I tell you. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, like, holy shit, dude, that's just too fucking freaky. What are you doing? <laughs> Stop going into the fucking... No. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Do with that. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know what I believe and what I don't believe. So it's nice to know somebody that uh, specializes in that. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally, man. You know, let him do his thing. He's, uh, you know, some of those videos, I mean, holy shit, dude. Holy yeah. Shit. <laughs> so that's fucking... Where, that's where the shit's at, right? Dude, you'd get some fucking chills. I was watching those videos getting chills. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that, and that's when I had to stop watching those videos. And that's when I started looking for music. Right. You know? And that's where I discovered that band, Non-Viable. Mm, I can't wait to hear about them. Dude. Holy Man. shit. Holy shit, dude. I wish somebody from that band was right here right now. You know what I mean? I wonder. I wonder. And there he is. Wishing one hand, shit in the other, and you get <laughs> you know what I mean? Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. Welcome to Adam as a beard. Josh Pace. What's up? There dude. Fuck yeah. What what a pleasure to meet you, man. I was just talking about your band, dude. And then like the conversation we had last night, dude, we were, we were like going on like little fucking girls, dude, for like hours. <laughs> dude, the band is called Non-Viable. The fucking yeah. tune I was listening to, that little snippet from that song, dude, drove me fucking nuts because how heavy it was. Nice. Dude, it was so fucking heavy, dude. I just, I was in fucking love. It, the fucking... The down-tuned, the heaviness, the drums, the vocals, the fucking video, which made it the other 50% of the fucking eeriness of this whole damn thing, dude. Holy shit, dude. When is this the CD, the second uh, CD dropping? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so um, pretty much uh, at this point, um, the album is halfway done. It's halfway mixed and mastered. And I haven't been able to record vocals for like over two months now. Mm, so hopefully sometime soon, uh, I'll be able to get back to it. Um, it is supposed to come out this fall. 
I won't say when, but you know, uh, September, October, November, those are fall months. So sometime then, that's what right. I'm much aiming for it to come out. I love that. Where'd the name come from? That's what I'm interested in at the yeah. moment. So um, I had like a, back before I started the project, I had like a whole list of names that I kind of wanted to uh, to go with. And Nonviable was, uh, it was one of the more interesting ones. Nice. And, um, yeah, it was pretty much just one of the more interesting ones. And I just pretty much uh, chose that one. And I'm glad that I did because it has a nice uh, a ring to it, I guess. <laughs> just a nice eeriness to it, dude. Yeah. Dude, when I, when I saw the name pop uh, pop through there, because like I always fall, um, this is how I discovered Meridian Parkway, uh, you, a bunch of countless other bands, and it's like, you know, hashtag blast beats. And then all of a sudden I'm scrolling through, you know, I'm watching those paranormal videos, and then I'm like, fuck, I can't do it anymore. I'm scared. So I'm going to go <laughs> watch some music, you know, and, I, and then all of a sudden, it's like non-viable down tempo. And I'm like, all right, let me see, let me check on it. So I clicked on it, dude, and I was just like instantly the chills. The chills. Well, you know, when you get those chills, those musical chills, you're like, fuck, this yeah. is what I want. <laughs> is that non-viable on Instagram? Yeah, non-viable down tempo, correct? Yep. Oh, Love fuck, it. Dude. dude, so tell me about the conception of the band. How did you guys, how did you, how did you start it? Mm. Oh, so uh good question um so pretty much i i've been doing vocals for two years i started doing vocals back in like summer of 2018 fast forward to um summer of 2019 last year i pretty much wanted to start like my own project because you know i thought i was ready back then we'll get into that later but pretty much i wanted to start it um so i contacted why well, i contacted this one dude i i forget how me and him met pretty much uh sorry i gotta fix the uh, i got it propped up against something on my wall <laughs> i don't have like a proper phone hold yet but yeah pretty much um i contacted one guy who is also in san diego and he has his own band if i remember correctly and for a while i was thinking of working with him but that didn't really work out so then i kind of contacted one of my uh, other friends uh owen from god ends here and pretty much he lives in texas and everything and for like a good like few weeks maybe we were talking about starting something you know i was like i'll do the vocals you can do the instruments you know but yeah. back then that was when um the band had like more uh members in it or it was like different you know his band and everything so he couldn't really like commit to that so then finally like i pretty much uh i found brendan cole from um alpha fibers he's the uh, guitarist and I pretty much um, just started working with him, and the rest is history. I mean, he wrote me the debut EP, the second EP, and the uh, debut album, uh, Unholy Something. Like, instrumentally, he did all that. And I did the vocals and lyrics and everything. And so fast forward. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know it's like a long story. Uh, no, that's all good, dude. I like to hear this kind of stuff. I like to see where bands start, man, because, I mean, not all of it when it's just all of a sudden boom here we are it takes work right exactly i mean because you know um so the first three releases i'll just be brutally honest because i'm like my own uh worst critic really like yeah. i hate I, I i hate the vocal quality i hate them like i i don't care about them i want to distance myself from them as much as possible like if you go on nonviable.bandcamp.com, all three releases are there just to preserve history 
But sure. other than that, I mean, like, I just don't care about them. Like, I don't care for them because they're just bad vocally, like vocal quality. I wasn't ready uh, last year, you know. If mm-hmm. I could go back in time, I would totally start over. I would work with, like, I have, like, so many stories to tell, but I would work <laughs> with different people. I would practice more so that, like, I would actually sound good, you know, like, uh, coming out with um, with the project and everything. But, you know, you can't go back in time and, uh, and, 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 uh, and fix things, so. Yeah, totally, man. All you can do is learn from learn from uh from from history man and your history obviously is pretty uh it's pretty heavy so <laughs> you know at this i mean dude what is that song called what is the song that uh that i i, I mentioned to, to you uh and i just started sharing i started i literally as soon as we talked i started sharing it with everybody <laughs> yes he did <laughs> Do it with everyone i shared it to my buddy the the good doctor uh carl johan vidner in sweden I shared it to my buddy Brandon Benson. I shared it to Atien Devere in in Idaho. Everybody, just everybody, all of a sudden, I'm like, Jason, you're. I know you're in Florida, but listen to this. And he's like, Oh my god, <laughs> right, dude, the heaviness, man. Holy shit. So, yeah. w- what kind of uh, what kind? Do you know what kind of rig your guitar players running through? Um, like what tuning it's in? Yeah, uh, it's, it's like double double uh, drop A. If I, if I remember correctly. Jesus, that's so, super heavy. <laughs> yeah, so the, song, so the song is called Below the Dirt We Die, and it's coming out tomorrow on my YouTube channel, uh, Josh Pace. It's pretty much just my name. It, it, it's not like a big channel. I don't have that many subs yet, but hopefully the video will do well tomorrow. So pretty much um, it is an unorthodox uh, it's, it's an unorthodox uh, way to put out the song. Because actually, that song is going to be the final track on the album. It's like the ending track, right? So, really? yeah. So, and I've, I've I've had it on my computer for quite a few months. It's been mixed and mastered since like May. Yeah. So it's been done for a while, and I was just you know thinking, hey, you know, why don't I give people a new song to jam while the rest of the album is still being worked on, and you know, while it's complete. So yeah. I figured why not put that one out because it's one of the heaviest trucks on the album and it's a great uh, song to end the album on. Yeah. So, yeah, pretty much. I mean, yeah. <laughs> God dang. It. What a track to end it. That, that like right there is the, the, the show closer, bro, because that thing is so heavy. Holy yeah. hell. Generally, the, the last track on an album represents where the band's going in the future. So that's kind of interesting that you would put it out as like almost the first song. Yeah, right. first single Pretty out. Forward yeah. thinking, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So continuing with the uh, with the history. So uh, January of this year, uh, that's when the debut album Unholy Something came out. Now after that, um, me and Brendan had a falling out, and I didn't really want to work with him anymore. I've mm. I've had falling outs with a lot of people in the scene. You know, some intentional, some unintentional. Sure. Sometimes you just find people that you know you think uh, you want to work with them at first, and then you just end up it just ends up not working out. So sure, I've had falling outs with you know with him, with uh, artists that have done artwork for me, just with friends in general and everything over you know over a bunch of stuff. Right. So it's kind of unfortunate, but it all leads to to better things. So you know after a debut album came out. I knew immediately that, you know, hey, like, 
it's better than the first two EPs, but it still sounds like shit vocally. <laughs> so I need to improve. I need to put something uh, better out, something that is actually deserving of recognition, something that I'm actually going to be 100% proud of, you know, something where I'll sure. sound like really, really good. So that's where pretty much the idea for the upcoming second full length was uh, born. And I knew I didn't want to just stick with uh, one instrumental writer. I wanted to have multiple. Right. So right. that leads into like a whole nother interesting story where, and I'll just keep it brief pretty much. I uh, I went through like a lot of, I went through like 11, 11 instrumental writers, 11 potential ones that I initially wanted to have on the um, second full length, but they weren't able to uh, to come or rather, they weren't able to do it because of time constraints or other stuff that came up. Sure. So after I, you know, after it wasn't working out with those 11 people, I pretty much settled on the six uh, instrumental writers that are on the album uh, currently working on it and everything. Oops. That's not Sorry about that. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, so anyway. So the second full length, it has uh, six instrumental writers. They are Alex Savigny, Mara Fay, Dominic Nixon, Brandon Gray, or the other two. Rob what's, D. what's the name of this album? I'm sorry. Oh, it's uh, I, I haven't uh, fully revealed it yet. Gotcha. Ah, untitled yeah. surprise. But it, but it isn't self hatred. No. And it's not dark dark. Uh, Desecration. No. no. Okay. It's mm. a it's a it's a continuation of, in a way, uh, some of the songs on uh, the upcoming album are a continuation of the themes from uh, the first two EPs. Okay. Um, but pretty much it 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 deals with a lot uh, topically and thematically and everything. And then gotcha. let's keep the last uh, instrumental writer would be who is it? Who is it? Who is it? <laughs> you haven't seen him in so long, right? right? Well, if you if if, if you uh, if you go on the because uh, there's six, right? So if you go on the uh, Facebook page, facebook.com/slash/nonviabledowntempo, they're in like a little list uh, uh, mm. in the post that I made a while back, and I updated it when um, Mara uh, pretty much came on board mm. to, uh, to to write her uh, portion of the uh, release. So topically. Um, it's going to be an album that deals with a lot of stuff, and this is the uh, the exciting part. Um, pretty much, it, it it deals with a lot of uh, things, including mental health. Um, it talks nice. it talks more about like world issues, you know, like the the issues that we face today. Sure. Pretty Big much, uh, yeah, exactly. Like really, really, really heavy stuff that other bands and other projects don't really talk about. Because I see. Bands talk about, you know, things like domestic violence. Um, hmm. They don't really, they don't really go further than that. They talk about domestic violence. They talk about violence in general. You know, that's one thing which I did in the debut album, where it was just really generic. You know, it didn't really talk about anything specific. The second full length, however, it's going to talk about a lot of specific things. One song in particular, it is going to talk about dictatorships. And it's probably going to 
probably going to be one of the uh, darkest songs on the album. I've been debating about having it specifically talk about the Holocaust because mm. I know it's a it's a very deep, a very dark um, and personal subject for a lot of people. Sure. And but pretty much I've settled on it revolving around the evils of the Holocaust and the evils of modern day dictatorships. Nice. So it's going to talk about dictatorships like in general, but it's also going to be uh, reflecting on history. So now, you could go on for days writing for things about things like dictatorships like that and yeah, right. And the chaos and the horrors. Oh man. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, released this fall, and you, I know you got merch. I know you got all sorts of a pile of goodies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, what are some of the links? Just uh, if you want to forward them to, to Jason or forward them to uh, me. He, dude. He's on Facebook right now at Nonviable Downtune. And I think he's on Instagram at Nonviable Downtune. And he's on the, um, Nonviable dot bandcamp.com <laughs> yes hell yes i get merch there so uh what's uh what's next after this release you already 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 thinking forward to the to the next album or what yeah i am um <laughs> well it's uh, <laughs> a bit of a surprise i mean first and foremost i need to get the second full length out it's going to be absolutely huge it's going to be bigger than the debut album it's going to be 10 times better it's going to be 10 times better uh 10 times heavier and everything so first and foremost, that needs to come out, and that's coming out this fall and everything. Now, after that, um, I do have one other release planned, and I pretty much can't say anything about it now because it's kind of too early. Sure. But pretty much after that release, um, I don't know about like the far far future of this project, but as far as the future is concerned, just the second full length, and then the release after that, and then we'll see what happens. So nice. Man, yeah. I, I'm I, I'm I'm super stoked to hear more. I I, I want more, dude. Right. You know, you I just mean, keep... if, if you if you want me to go into like more detail about like some of the other stuff you're going to be hearing on the album, um, I'd love to. Yeah, please, please do. All right. So pretty much, um, I mean, you know, aside from the uh, the song about dictatorships, and then there's going to be some songs about uh, my mental health, like personally and everything. Hmm. Just to kind of like uh, relate and empathize with people that, you know, have been suicidal, people that have, you know, gone through stuff in life that they can't quite uh, recover from. Um, so basically, you know, those are going to be uh, some of the first few songs on the album. And piece by piece, the album will talk about different things. There's going to be songs about, well, there's going to be a song about Christopher Watts, you know, the guy that, uh, that murdered his family. Mm -hmm. yeah. So there's going to be a song that talks about that and kind of goes into uh, depth about that pretty much because I don't really see hardly anyone talking about it. I know it was a case that got a lot of attention. So yeah. There's, yeah. there will be a song about that. As you guys know, um, of sorrow, suffering, and sadism. Uh, that single came out like back in, uh, back in May. It talks about the Jonestown massacre. Oh, wow. And no one talks about that. So. I, I knew yeah. I had to make that song, so I, I I talked about that in that song. There's going to be a song called Treasonous that basically talks about the current administration and pretty much uh, like the political and moral crisis that we're in as a country, pretty sure. much. Yeah. So 
there's going to be like a lot of stuff to unpack. Like it's not going to be an average album. It's not going to be ordinary or normal or any of that. You know, it's going to talk about a lot of deep stuff, a lot of dark stuff, and just a lot of shit that like no one really talks about. So I'm excited That's- to put it out. Yeah, I, I am too, man. I, you know, the the mental health aspect of it, it's often overlooked. And yeah. when somebody, when an artist addresses it, it's really powerful because then you can actually connect with that yeah. artist. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, right. it's like, it's so much deeper. People don't realize it. People are almost afraid to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, right. it's good to see that you're addressing it head on. You're like, fuck this, let's do this. You know what I mean? And I love that. <laughs> I love that, yeah, man. Because exactly. I mean, you know, when I look to the past and when I think about the past, you know, I always want to improve. That's what yeah. the second full length is going to be. Not just quality wise, not just vocal wise, not just lyric wise. But, you know, when I look back to the first EP and the second EP, yes, they dealt with mental health. Lyrically, they weren't the best. But with the second full length, that's all going to change. I'm going to talk about stuff in depth and I'm going to to do it justice when i look to my past releases they don't do any of the uh topics any justice you know but did right. they when you put them out i mean were you happy with them when you when you put them out it sounds like you're never going to be happy with what you're making you know what i mean right that's that's a fair question like you're um, your worst critic but everybody else seems to love the fuck out of what you're doing you know the hell yeah dude Exactly. You know, I mean, at the time, yes, I was proud of them. At the time, I also didn't know that I needed a mic shield. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, equipment equipment wise, I've improved. But, you know, at the time, I was happy with them. Now, not so much. I know, you know, I've I've even had people buy the debut AP, which really, again, it really surprises me because it's just really shitty quality. But, you know. People like stuff, <laughs> but evolution that's that's like the main goal and that's what my mind is yeah, focused yeah. on every single day when i wake up the album the uh the new album it's almost uh instrumentally complete there are like two more songs and then it'll be instrumentally done and of course you know it's still halfway mixed and mastered right. so i'll get back to vocal recording like pretty soon within the next few weeks um i'll talk about that in a little bit uh, like how, how much I've been struggling with that lately. Sure. Pretty much like the older stuff, you know, at the time I was proud of it. Now, not so much, but I use it as a stepping stone to get where I'm going. Sure. Yeah. And second full length is going to be just absolutely a million times better. And I'm, I'm, I'm so excited to put out, to put out yeah. something that I'll be, that I'll actually be proud of. And nice. that I could actually put out there as the face of uh of the project not not the start of it but a new era the, the beginning of a new era of it. nice yeah i've always noticed that with every recording every band always has a chapter and right. uh, that's that's how i see cds so let's say you have your four cds or your three cds you're about to drop this next one that's your next chapter and then the one after that is just going to get progressively better and keeps exactly. getting better. Oh and yeah. So I, I'm I'm really excited to see what's going to be happening coming down the pipeline with you guys, man. I mean, with you, you're, you know, I, like I said, we had a good conversation. I'm like, fuck, I want this dude on the show. I want to talk to him. I want <laughs> I want to put you know, give us links, dude. We'll we'll put out as oh, yeah. much. We'll help you. We'll we'll I'll I'll promote the fuck out of your band, dude, because I'm I believe in it. I love it. I love how fucking heavy it is, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. So 
anything we could do here, man, fuck you, you already know. You I know? love that he's you. putting such so much thought into the music because generally with this heavy music like that, the lyrics are the last thing that the band seems to care about, you know, exactly. or they're going with these real generic sort of, uh, I don't know, church burning, basic yeah. Satanism sort yeah. of things, yeah. you know what I mean? And it sounds like yours yeah. are just so cool. And I really like, I like the thought that you put lyrics into it. That's yeah, like, that, that's uh, that's the biggest thing. Uh, by the way, quick side note: I just remember the other instrumental writer, James McHenry. He uh, he also does my merch. So uh, shout out, big shout out to him. I'll give a shout out to everybody else at the end of this. Sure. But yeah. Uh, so getting back to the lyrics, you know, what you said about generic lyrics, I I agree a hundred, like a thousand percent. I mean, even even on the debut album, you know, my lyrics were generic as fuck. When I when I look back and I read back <laughs> to them, I'm like wow i really barely took any time on these at all you know so (laughs) (laughs) nowadays you know with the second full length coming out it's like i i I spend a lot of time in my uh in the notes section of my phone just writing lyrics revising lyrics if i can't fit all the lyrics i've written for a song because mainly i write them before the instrumental is even done and then i piece them together when the instrumental is done so I have too many. I just I either scrap them or I move them to another song. I understand I really that. Like, yeah, exactly. That. It's like I really feel like the lyrics are the most important part. Like you know, musically, that's uh, that's a very big piece. But the lyrics are really what holds everything together. And yep, I want to tell a story. I want to make the listener think about stuff. I want to make them feel stuff. I want them to not just feel like they're listening to an album, but to feel like they're like they're playing a video game or like they're watching a movie. That's that's like the whole vibe I'm trying to give off with this album is that it's not just an album to listen to. It's an album to feel, an album to experience. Oh yes. That that's brings awesome. me to the next part, which is the length. This is a good part, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't tell you I can't tell anybody how long the album like how many tracks it's going to be but I can tell you it will be very very big I have never been too much a fan of three minute songs four minute songs or anything less than that that's not to say that there aren't going to be shorter songs on the album the intro track is like excuse me pretty much um under three minutes and then there was one other three minute song on there and that's it (laughs) (laughs) so goodness exactly all the songs pretty much the vast majority are going to be five to six minutes and then there are seven minute tracks eight minute tracks there's going to be a nine minute track sprinkled in there it's going to be a very long album you can't tell this is my philosophy you can't really tell a good story most of the time within three minutes it needs to be longer Mm-hmm. So that's my goal. I've 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 always been a fan of longer songs, so that's pretty much what I'm aiming to. Oh, yeah, I like that. I I like when I was listening to. Uh, I don't know if you heard of the band Oceano. Um, yeah. yeah. So Adam Warren, uh, Adam Warren has so many of these ideas, and he always has a revolving door of musicians too, right? So the last one he had out, uh, the Revelations, all of a sudden it was this big giant epic. And it was awesome, and it was oh, done. I'm like fuck. <laughs> and you're and you're right. Yeah. The story is so important. 
You know what I mean? So when you have a good music, you have good musicians and you have great lyrics and you have a lot of thought into it and you have this big conglomerate of, of, of chaos and yeah, beauty right. at the same time, I think that length is always important. It's always important to hear the story. And, oh, I, yeah. I, and I really, like I said, man, I'm really, I'm really a huge fan the the fact that you even even care about your lyrics for one to hold the whole story together to bring everybody together i love it i love it man yeah, and I, see and for it, with me it's like i get manic and i just write i write and i write and i write but then once i'm done i can't go back and complete the story it's done mm-hmm. so then i have to find things that match with the length of my lyrics and i do like what you do I, i'll condense them if i can't if I can't find the tracks, you know, if it just doesn't fit right, that's where it all comes in. You know what I mean? So oh, yeah. I get the, I, I love, I like, I love talking about the lyric writing process because I, I just like delving into artists like in that way, the micro yeah. portions of creating the music. Like sometimes you just grab your guitar and you hit it wrong and you get this note and you're like, what was that? Yeah. You know what I mean? You just, can I get that again? Cause that was interesting. And then that's how a whole song will start. And so I yeah. love this. I love this, that you, you're, you're bringing it all together in the way that you're really bringing it. You have a, oh, yeah. a vision that a lot of people that I can't, I can't seem to get, I could never do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Try and get any, something interactive like that. Something that is an experience more than just a, a memory. 100%. You know? 100%. Right. Just well, like for me, the the vision is the most important thing i mean if if i look at where i started and th- the second full length it really started being conceptualized uh mm-hmm. created in a way december of last year so even before the uh the first full length came out i was already planning on the second one mm-hmm. so i have been through as i mentioned earlier so many instrumental writers you know i have resold instrumentals to different buyers i have in some cases, uh, pretty much sold the instrumentals back and and everything. Um, there was uh, there was one writer in particular that again I didn't end up working with, and me and him kind of had a falling out. I lost some money, I lost some time, and everything. Um, but it's it's that aside, it's been an interesting process because things rarely ever work out how you plan them. And if I look at where I started with the project. If I look at where I'm at now, and if I look at where I started with the second full length and where I'm at now, it was not meant to be, let's say, 11 tracks. Mm. It wasn't meant to be 16 tracks. It was meant to be, you know, even bigger than that. It wasn't meant to have some people uh, writing the instrumentals on it. It it just wasn't. Mm. And because, you know, I I had some songs uh, mixed and mastered since like, you know, February and March. And, you know, I would always listen back to them, you know, like a few months ago, I would always listen back to them. And I'm like, are people really going to enjoy this? I mean, they might, but I sure as hell don't. (laughs) (laughs) Vocally, Like vocally, I'm thinking, okay, this is bad. But do I still want to like, you know, I, I kept visualizing. I'm like, okay, so what? will happen when I announce the album. Like, okay, hey, so the album is coming out on this date and it's going to have this many tracks on it. And oh, but uh but one thing, there's like two to three tracks which I sound kind of bad on. Just ignore those. The rest of the album is perfectly fine. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'm a perfectionist when it comes to that. So Of course. Like, we, I think we all are. 
Yeah. Right, exactly. So long story short, I ended up uh, in, um, reselling those instrumentals. And I feel, so, let me tell you, I feel so much better about that, that those songs are going to be on the album. Because <laughs> I'm like, if they weren't, it would, it would just sound bad. Like they don't yeah. fit and they don't sound good. So where I'm at now is... I feel I feel like I'm at a crossroads because, as I mentioned earlier, I haven't been able to record vocals for over two months now. The last song I recorded for was back on like May 26, May 27th. Ever since then, when I try to record, when I try to practice, I just it it doesn't come out right at all. Yeah, it's not feeling it. You're not feeling mm-hmm. it. Exactly. I mean, you know, even on the days where I feel more confident it just doesn't come out right and i can't figure out what it is i don't have any like vocal pain or discomfort or anything i'm doing what i've always been doing you know and it's really heartbreaking because back in may that's when my uh when my vocals really like my mids when they really started to uh develop you guys will hear on the song tomorrow just how far i've come like listen to the debut single and listen to the song that's coming out tomorrow and you just hear the difference you know Nice. I'm really boosting my, my mid-range vocals and I want to get back to there because that's where I'm supposed to, that's what that's what I'm supposed to sound like. But yeah. I haven't been able to record for two months and every time I try, like it just does not come out right. So hmm. do you have a, a a location where you can practice? Do you have a, a some place where you can just go into the room and go out and and scream your guts out? Do you have any place like that? I mean, do you have a vocal room? Do you have a... Well, you... I, I, I pretty much uh, just record in my room. Like, I rent a room in this uh, other family's household, pretty much. <laughs> oh! <laughs> but, you know, in, in a way, it is better, because before that, I was living with my parents, and, you know, like, my mom would kind of get tired of me screaming and everything, and she's like, when is he going to be done, you know? When is he going to be moving? <laughs> Never, Mom! Never! <laughs> If he's done, he's dead or given up, and you don't want that for your son. Exactly. <laughs> right. So I mean, you know, like every I and I've I've taken weeks off. I've taken days off from recording. I'm going to try like tomorrow. I'm gonna try Saturday. I'm just gonna keep fucking trying until I get something. If I need Hell to, yeah. you know, the album is. I really do want it to come out in fall. Preferably early fall is when I'm aiming, but if need be, I will push it back to late fall. I'll do whatever it takes. Because this album, this album's halfway done, and let's say I just couldn't record. No, like I'm not going to release the album when it's halfway done. When it's 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 tiny, it's it's not done. You know, like it, it needs to be done. So yeah. I am planning on getting it done. I will get it done, no matter what it takes, no matter how many times I have to push it back. So like I said, it will be coming out this fall. I'm confident that I'll be able to record pretty soon and I'll just take it from there. Good. Yeah. Well, you you got a fan in me, brother. I'll tell you that right now. I mean, me too. Dude, I'm I'm all about it, dude. I want to hear this music. I want to I want that shit in my ear right the fuck now. <laughs> you know it makes I mean? it to me it makes it better when I know the what's going on behind it, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that's why I want to talk personally, to Personally, like I know from I live in an apartment and I can't do vocals when i know the neighbors are home i just can't because i'm loud as fuck you know and i just uh, i just know they're going what the you know so I can't do it. But yeah. once everybody's gone and i know everybody's at work i'm like yeah i'm gonna try this shit you know? hell yeah but then maybe you're not in the mood maybe it's morning right. and you're a night singer maybe nighttime is your thing but everybody's mm-hmm. on. it gets complicated and you just gotta oh, really yeah. 
you got to release your your energy at the right time. Right, exactly. I mean, because you know the uh, the family I live with, they're a great family. They have uh, two beautiful little girls and everything. I can't always record because you know sometimes they're loud or sometimes you know things just yeah. don't work out. Lately, I've been finding myself even even when like no one's around, I I you know I I, I take a deep breath and I try to do vocals and I just pause, yeah. and I'm like, what's holding me back? You know, like mm -hmm. it's it's been a rough two months. Like, what's holding me back? What's stopping me yeah. from sounding how I did in May? You know, what's what's this apprehension that I feel? Do you think I see the environment that you're around? Because I find myself. When I'm playing, like when I, I'll go out there and I'll, I'll pick up my seven, six, seven or eight string guitars and I'll just turn on that fucking amp. And, and then all of a sudden I'm just like, nope, can't play. I'll play one song and I can't, right. can't do it anymore. Do you think it might be the current environment? Do you think it might be um, the vibe? It's the what creative mind, man. It's just the creative mind, you know? It's, just, right, I mean, it's manic and then it's depressive. It's like, I got to do it, got to do it, got to do it. Can't do it. It's mm -hmm. just exactly, exactly. You hit the nail on the head, exactly. Because yeah. I moved down to my parents' house early April, right? I started sounding really, really good back in May. So cool. it's I can't chalk it up to just being, oh well, it's a new environment. I mean, you know, I I was already here when when I was recording in May, and I sounded great. June comes, I lose all my ability every time I go up to the mic. Yeah. There's like that because I I believe I do false chords. I don't. I I've, I've never been into like the whole terminology or all that mm. bullshit. Though, like I just I all I know is I breathe in and I exhale. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right. This to me, but I've been told I do false chords. But every time I try nowadays, it's like it comes out airy, or there's mucus in my throat, or it just doesn't come out right. So yeah. confidence. Confidence plays a really big role in it. You know, like you said, I'll start and then I'll just say, oh, well, I can't do it. Like after five, ten minutes of trying, I'll say, well, yeah. I'm not sounding good by now, so I won't sound good today. You know what? Let's call the quits, pick it up tomorrow. And then it's the same thing over and over again. So I yeah. really don't know what happened. I don't think I damaged anything because, again, I have no pain. And yeah. if I did, I would definitely change up my technique. Sure. Um, but I mean... It's just one of those things that I need to push through, and I think maybe it's happening for a reason. I don't know why, but it's happening yeah. for some reason. So. Maybe it's time to just to hold off for a hot second, just uh, do the work in front of you, which is get this album out, uh, get your merch in line, get, uh, get your fans in order, uh, get music to us so we can promote the fuck out of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's, it's a, you know, smell the roses, say, take a deep breath and relax, and then, hey, guess what? This is what's going on right now. Cool. Okay. And then all of a sudden that spark will fucking hit you like a charge. You know, oh, yeah. I never know what it is that hits, but when it hits, you, you just know yep. it. Yep. I remember doing a song and I was like, I nailed that. And I listened back and I was like, those aren't the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> that word fits better than what I have written yeah. down. Now yeah. I got to redo the whole song. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> or you get a whole verse in and then you, you just, you space and you're like, ah, oh, I had it. I was there. You know? Yep. <laughs> yep. I've done that many times. Like, I was, I was super motivated back in early June, you know, originally before uh, the song that's coming out tomorrow, below the, below the dirt, we die. Before that song was even, I think before it was, wait, no, okay. So it was after it was done, but 
it was before I decided, you know, to make that the third single to drop from the album. Sure. Back in uh, like early June, I wanted Treasonous to be the third single. And I was really, really trying for like a whole entire week, for a whole week and a half to to record vocals for it. And I just could not do it no matter what <laughs> I did. Originally back in June, um, I wanted to reveal the album, you know, because I thought, okay, if I record like two songs per day, hmm. I know that's a, that, that that that's like a really impossible goal. I mean, especially now because I know how to like record better and to not stress myself so much. Right. But I was like, if I record two songs a day, I'll be done by this day, and then boom, I could reveal the album this month. Boom, it'll be out July. That didn't happen, you know. That yeah. did not happen how I planned it. And again, I'm kind of glad it didn't because I've made so many changes since then. Right. And I've resold tracks and everything. So pretty much it was a setback. I've, I've, I've set myself back by reselling the tracks. But so we're back to the halfway point, you know. Album yeah. is halfway done. Yeah, but halfway perfect. You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. like you don't have a bunch of garbage yeah. in there that you're not comfortable with. Half of perfect. You know, you, what you have is good. It, it lives up to your standards and your standards are beyond high. Yeah. Like I've 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 listened to the half that I have done numerous times. I probably li probably listened to Of Sorrow, Suffering, and Say This like a hundred times. Mm. I listen to my stuff more than anybody. <laughs> I mean, right. like, it, it, it needs to be. It needs to sound good. It needs to sound better than my past stuff. Right. So I've listened to the half that I have done, and I'm like, all right, that's good. But this next half is going to be absolutely insane. So I'm just yeah. I'm still eager to get back to it. But again, my vocals just don't want to work with me. So, I mean, what can you do but just wait and just keep trying? And I mean, because I find myself wanting to give up on some days, just throw in the towel, say, hey, you know what? I'm done with vocals. Uh, the album's halfway done. It's going to stay halfway done, you know? <laughs> but, but then I remind myself, I'm like, well, wait a fucking minute, you know? Why did I start the project in the first place? Yep. Look at how far I've come, you know? Yep. And look at what look at everything that this second full length is going to be. And, and yep. I, I, I slap myself and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know, like, wake up. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I, I tell myself, you are not quitting. You know, you're not a quitter. You shouldn't give up on this. So fuck no, don't quit. When I started, and I remind myself that this second full length is going to be probably one of the biggest albums that anyone's ever seen from, from, uh, from like a down-tempo diff or this, I know other people in other genres, they make really big albums too, you know. Right. Um, this is going to be something that hasn't been seen before in the metal community, uh, the down-tempo deathcore community especially. Yep. So I remind myself of how far I've come and how far I have to go. And I'm like, you know what, today's not the day, but tomorrow might be. So I, I, I keep finding ways to motivate myself. There you go. But it does get hard some days. Oh, of I mean, course. Of sorrow, suffering, and Satanism is like, it's over th seven and a half minutes. That's a that's a big song. That's huge. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like want to hear it. Yeah. What do you think? Can we hear it? Can we hear oh, a little yeah. bit? Yeah. You 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 want me to? Uh... Nope. Oh, you got it on your computer. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, you do. Yeah yeah. Oh. If you don't mind. Oh yeah. No, you're good. Fuck! I love the artwork. I love that. Get your body back 
fell in love with this band dude just the fucking raw chaos and the fucking awesome. god damn josh <laughs> Jesus. you know like uh for for conceiving that song i uh i pretty much looked up a whole bunch of um just like cult leaders and just you know people that have have uh committed uh you know just heinous acts uh, throughout history Right. And I pretty much just settled on uh, Jonestown because no, nobody, nobody ever talks about Jonestown, you know. And I, I wanted to 
I'm like, no one talks about it, so why not? <laughs> oh, dude, that is so fucking killer. Listen, I've taken a lot of your time up, buddy. It's been almost an hour here, and uh, I would like. I love that. I fucking love that fucking music. There's these God, little, dude. there was those little knocks in there that just made me go back to the last guy. We were talking about a paranormal expert. And yep. Knocks were just, I just kept feeling Annabelle at my back. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, dude, that just, that just got me supercharged. That's just badass. Yeah. Dude, I want you to come back onto the show once you release that fucking album. I want to talk more with you. I want to listen yeah. some more and I want to. We'll shoot the shit. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll put, I'll promote you every which way possible, dude. You hey, know. We got a show right there called The Unsigned Countdown. We'd be happy to have him on. Yep. We're going to share this, uh, this interview on that show and on this show uh, as much exposure as we can get to you, man. You know. Thank you uh, so much. Thank you, man. Thank you for your time. Thank you for coming, man. Thank you. And, uh, and while, while I'm still here, shout out to the sure. current writing team. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, you got a bunch of shout outs. Shout out to the uh, the artists and everything. Um, my merch guy James, the the writers Alex James, Brandon, uh, Mara. <laughs> I forgot the other ones. <laughs> you know what I mean. Right. But yeah, shout out to everybody. Um, and uh, just stay tuned. This fall, the second full length is on its way. I got one last question. Is it ever going to okay. be on vinyl? Uh, oh, um. vinyl. Um. I know it's an expensive process, but I love getting autographed shit in vinyl so I can put it on my wall. You know what I mean? I will keep it in my notes right now for like the whole CD thing. I don't believe that the second album will have CDs because, you know, the whole um, the whole mess that uh, Chug Core has recently gone through. Um, I, I was initially planning on getting CDs done for the second full length through them, but... Um, yeah, CDs. I, I I need to figure that out on my own. I need to find like a uh, a company to go through. But if the second album is going to have CDs, then I'll let everybody. Know. Nice. I'll take an autograph shirt as well. By the way. Oh yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Well, actually, um, actually for the uh, for the merch, uh, Threadless, they handle all the uh, all the printing and shipping. I don't do any of that, and that, that's why the prices are a little bit high because. They handle all that. All I do is I pay my merch guy to uh, to put the designs and put them on there. So yeah. I gotcha. I love it. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. I'm gonna get me all right, Josh. Me. Josh, thank you so much for your time. Uh, much love, dude. I'll see you on the fucking gram. I'll see you on Facebook, dude. And like I said, come back. We'll do. Thank you, guys. No problem. All right, brother. Thank you. That, that was non-viable down to. <sighs> non-viable down temple dude god down temple yeah sorry god damn dude i'm telling you dude i I, i'm telling you i was so so goddamn excited talking to josh dude last night and i'm like fuck we got to get him on the show dude i was so (laughs) fucking happy dude dude thank you everybody who's listening thank you for fucking hanging out with us for for a good chunk of time i am uh I know I'm very proudly uh, produced and distributed by Public Access America. I'm also on uh, anywhere you can find yourselves some podcasts. I'm very proud of the collective that we are a part of, you know, with the Denton County uh, Collective. We're also part, uh, we are our, our sister, uh, Florida. Mm, yeah, Florida Action Podcast just started. Florida. Got a whistleblower coming in tomorrow. We're excited uh, yeah. for the Saturday episode. 
Hell yeah. Also, I'm sponsored by the Trail Forward Skate Shop in Kilgore, Texas, TheBohoSoul.com, and get your ass to Olympia, goddammit. Get yourself a fucking haircut and a shave at the Refined Man. Goddammit. Lower your ears, buddy. Hey. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Hey, uh, Jason, my man, my brother, I love you, buddy. Love you, too. Josh, we are going to be fucking friends, buddy. We're going to be goddamn great friends. <laughs> love you, too, Josh. <laughs> love you, too, buddy. You know what? Thank you. Love you, guys. Hey, come Stay back safe. on the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll do. Oh, yeah, dude. Hell, yeah. All right. <laughs> Hell, yes. Hell, yes.